Today's episode of Locked On Yankees is brought to you by Postmates. Because when you need red wine at 4 p.m., sushi at 9 p.m., a breakfast burrito at 8 p.m., and ibuprofen at 10 a.m., you should Postmate it. Postmates is your personal food delivery, grocery delivery, whatever kind of delivery service all year round. Anything you're craving, Postmates can deliver. They're the largest on-demand network in the U.S. and offer delivery from all the restaurants, grocery and convenience stores, and traditional retailers you could possibly want or need. 24 hours a day, 365 days a year, Postmates will bring you what you need within the hour. No more trips to the store. You don't even have to know where the store is. Postmates will deliver anything to you. Download the app for iOS or Android for free, browse local restaurants and businesses, and track your delivery in real time. For a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start your free deliveries, download the app and use the code LOCKEDON. That's code LOCKEDON for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmate it. Download Postmates and save with the code LOCKEDON. Our Locked On Yankees, your daily New York Yankees podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You're listening to the Locked On Yankees podcast, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Stacey Gotsoulias. You can find us on Twitter at Locked On Yankees, all one word. You can find me on Twitter at Stace Gots. Please feel free to tweet questions or comments to either account. If you're a new listener, hello and welcome. If you're a returning listener, welcome back. Hope you all enjoy today's episode. We will be discussing last night's win in San Diego against the Tampa Bay Rays. We'll recap the big moments, talk about the guys who stepped up last night. I'll discuss why I feel like I'm hungover, and then we'll preview game two. But first, you can get Locked on Yankees and all other Locked on podcasts straight to your phone in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Himalaya, Spotify, Stitcher, or anywhere else you get your podcasts. And when you get into your car, you can tell your smart device to play podcast, Locked on Yankees. It is currently 12.58 p.m. as I record this, and I made myself sleep a little extra because I felt, well, no, I shouldn't say felt. It's not past tense. I feel hungover. I felt hungover after the first game in Cleveland. I felt hungover after the second game in Cleveland. And now I feel hungover after the first game against Tampa in San Diego. Now, believe me, I'm not complaining because it's a good hungover, but these games are physically and mentally exhausting for me, and I can't be the only one who feels this way. I joked about it on Twitter a couple of times and said, why do we enjoy playoff games again? And I was having this discussion with my brother last night while we were watching the game. In my 20s, I enjoyed that feeling of anxiety and pressure and stress. And now in my 40s, I can't stand it. It makes me sick physically, and it makes me sick mentally. And I wonder, how the hell did I ever enjoy this when I was younger? And it wasn't just watching the games on TV. I went to a lot of playoff games in the 2000s and early 2010s. 
and I saw a lot of cool things, but a lot of stressful things. And I don't think Stacy at 46 could take the pressure of being at, say, game four of the 2001 World Series again. Now, I know I said it on this show, I just don't remember the specific episode in which I stated it, but I said that coming into this series, the Yankees team is a lot different than it was when they lost 8 out of 10 to the Rays. The Rays got to experience the full Yankees lineup last night, and it wasn't a pleasant experience for them. Especially not their starter, Blake Snell, who went five innings, gave up four runs on six hits. He walked two, struck out four, gave up three home runs. Let's just look at how things happened, because the Yankees had a good game plan against Snell. Now, DJ LeMahieu started his at-bat 0-2, and then there were a few balls in there. He fouled a couple of balls off, and then he finally hit a single. So the Yankees' game plan against Snell was to not chase his breaking stuff. And sure, they did in some moments, but there were times where he was throwing outside to the mostly righty lineup, and they were not swinging at those pitches. So DJ LeMayhew singles. Then while he's on first, Blake Snell uncorks a wild pitch while Aaron Judge is up. Judge hits a ground out to first, which moves LeMayhew over to third. Aaron Hicks hits a sack fly. DJ LeMahieu scores. So the Yankees strike first. Then in the bottom of the first, Garrett Cole gets Yandy Diaz to ground out. Brandon Lau to strike out on a foul tip. And then Randy Arozarena, Arozarena, there you go, hits a home run because Garrett Cole has a home run problem. And it reared its ugly head last night in San Diego. In the top of the third, Clint Frazier hit a bomb off Snell, 418 feet to put the Yankees up 2-1. Clint Frazier leading off and he jumps on a pitch. That is way back. How far is that one going to fly? Clint Frazier sends one out of here. 2-1 Yankees and a guy who has not played in a major league game in eight days delivers a bomb of a home run here at Petco. Two things about Clint Frazier's home run. One, I was so happy for him because his first postseason hit was a home run. And two, the pitch that he hit for that home run was really high. It was well above the zone. It would have been a ball, hopefully. Who knows? The home plate ump was a little iffy last night. The pitch was nearly shoulders high, and he hit it 418 feet to give the Yankees a 2-1 lead. Of course, it wouldn't stay that way because in the bottom of the fourth, after Arrows Arena hit a single to lead off the inning. Babe Ruth hit a home run to put the Rays up 3-2. Oh, I'm sorry, G-Man Choi. Thankfully, the Yankees answered in the top of the fifth. Kyle Higashioka hit a home run. Kyle Higashioka will lead off, get through this fifth. That ball's ripped deep in the left field. That is way back and gone. A long home run. From the bottom of the order, Kyle Higashioka goes deep. And we're all tied at three. By the way, Higashioka and Clint Frazier became the first eight and nine hitters in a Yankees lineup to hit postseason home runs in the same game. Considering how many times the Yankees have made the playoffs in the past 100 years, that's sort of shocking and surprising, but also pretty cool. After DJ LeMahieu grounded out to G-Man Choi on 
a semi-routine play that Ron Darling wouldn't shut up about for about 20 minutes, Aaron Judge hit a first-pitch home run bullet to left field. For Tampa Bay, that ball's ripped Judge into left field and whistles one out of here. Aaron Judge, a frozen rope into the seats. Yankees are back on top, 4-3. Judge wasting no time and hits a missile out of here. In a moment, we'll relive the ninth inning of last night's game. But first, let's talk about rockauto.com. I don't have a car, but if you do, you should go to rockauto.com because rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Now from the bottom of the fifth through the bottom of the eighth, no runs were scored by either team. And things got slightly scary a couple of times for different pitchers. Now Garrett Cole settled down only gave up those three runs, and he ended up pitching six innings. He gave up those three runs on six hits. He walked two, struck out eight, gave up those two home runs. Now, I'm just going to say it. I was a little worried about Boone taking out Cole too soon. I was a little worried about Boone taking out Voight for a pinch runner too soon. I was also not jazzed about Boone taking out Clint Frazier for Brett Gardner, but all the moves seemed to pay off last night. So my bad, Aaron Boone, you apparently do know what you're doing. Chad Green came in, pitched one inning, didn't give up a run, walked one, struck out one. Zach Britton did the same exact thing, and Luis Sessa did the same exact thing. So the bullpen did what you wanted them to do. Also, the offense did what you wanted them to do in the top of the ninth. So let's go. So John Curtis, my brother and I joke and say his name that way because it's spelled with two S's at the end, comes in to replace reliever Oliver Drake. Kyle Higashioka hits a single on the first pitch he sees to right field. DJ LeMayhew walks after a mound visit. Aaron Judge is called out on strikes, and that at bat was really annoying because he started off with a ball, and then he stared at three strikes. Two of them were not strikes, which was also annoying, but we'll talk about that in a bit. Aaron Hicks hits a single that scores Kyle Higashioka and advances DJ LeMayhew to second. I really thought that Higashioka was going to be nailed at home, and he almost was, but he didn't, so the Yankees went up 5-3. I still wasn't comfortable and wanted more runs. And thankfully, the Yankees listen to me. So Tyler Wade walks the bases loaded. And they're loaded up with one out for Giancarlo Stanton. Curtis deals. Stanton in the air, center field, deep. On the run, Kiermaier running out of room, and she's gone! 
down. It's a grand slam for Giancarlo Stanton. A game breaker for Stanton and the Yankees. Now, as soon as Stanton hit the ball, in my head, I'm thinking, cool, he's hitting it really deep to center, so it's going to be a sack fly. And then the ball just kept carrying. And when it went out, I screamed. I'll admit it. I did. I screamed. Because I was so excited, I felt as if 5-3 was not a big enough lead for Aroldis Chapman against the Rays. And then I realized once that Grand Slam went out, we weren't going to see Chapman last night. So right after the Grand Slam, John Curtis throws a ball up and in on Gio Urshela. And some people were saying, oh, he didn't have his control. It wasn't a purpose pitch. Bull S, people. There's a history between these two teams. He definitely was sending a message there. Now, Urshela ended up popping out. Then Gleyber Torres hit a single. And while he was on base for Brett Gardner's at bat, he stole second. This was a big to-do apparently, according to the TBS guys in their post-game show. And they were talking about sportsmanship and respect for the game and that Glaber Torres shouldn't steal when they're up by six runs. My favorite part about this is Pedro Martinez is talking about respecting the game. Pedro Martinez threw Don Zimmer to the ground in a baseball fight. So don't talk about respecting the game, Pedro. You used to throw at people with regularity. That's not showing respect for the game. So just shut your mouth. Also, it's the playoffs. It's the Yankees' Rays. You don't think the Rays could suddenly score five runs in the bottom of the ninth? It could possibly happen. Runs are at a premium in the playoffs. You want to score as many as possible. So I don't have a problem with Gleyber Torres stealing second. And if it was the other way around and the Rays were up by six... I wouldn't begrudge them that decision either. And I don't know if the Yankees told him to do it or if he did it on his own, but give me a break about the whole respecting the game sportsmanship crap. So the Yankees didn't score any more runs. It's 9-3. Luis Sessa comes in to replace Zach Britton. He gets Kevin Kiermaier to ground out, Michael Perez to fly out, Yandy Diaz walks. And at that point, I'm like, all right, whatever. They're up by six runs. If he gives up two runs here, it's not a big deal. Then Brandon Lau struck out swinging to end the game. And the Yankees won 9-3. Garrett Cole gets the win. Blake Snell gets the loss. And the Yankees are up 1-0 in the best of five. Now, do not feel comfortable, Yankee fans. Do not feel like, oh, they're going to roll over the Rays because you never know what's going to happen. Speaking of never knowing what's going to happen, Aaron Boone made a decision for game two that shocked me. Masahiro Tanaka is not starting tonight's game against Tyler Glass now. It's Davey Garcia. Davey Garcia is going to be the youngest starter in Yankees postseason history. At 21 years, 140 days. He's beating Whitey Ford, who was really young when he started in the 1950 World Series. Davey Garcia did not face the Rays in the regular season. He finished with a 4.98 ERA across six starts. As for Glass now, he made three starts against the Yankees this season. He went 1-1 one and one with a 3.77 ERA. He had 22 strikeouts in 14 and one-third innings. And including the postseason... He's recorded eight or more strikeouts in nine of his 12 starts. So tonight's game will be like last night's game on TBS in Peco Park. The Rays are the home team again, and the game will start at 8.10 p.m.
Eastern, obviously. If you're a West Coast Yankee fan, it is a late afternoon start for you. So it wasn't a perfect night for Garrett Cole last night, obviously, giving up those home runs, but he still struck out eight and only walked two. And he pitched well enough to win, which is what you want from your ace in the postseason. The other thing you want is your team to not give up. And when the Rays went up 3-2, it was still really early in the game. And you knew that the Yankees weren't going to back down from there. But the fact that they came right back and hit two home runs to take the lead, and then the pitching really kicked in and held the Rays scoreless the rest of the time, that was a big deal. And again, as I said... This is not the same Yankees team that the Rays faced in August. They have their full lineup. And as I said earlier this show, Clint Frazier and Kyle Higashioka are the first eight and nine hitters to hit home runs in the same game in the postseason for the Yankees in their entire history. This is not August 2020's version of the New York Yankees. This is the scary, mostly healthy, loaded from top to bottom Yankees that we wanted to see all season and that we're finally seeing now just in time for the playoffs. Now I have to talk about this because I mentioned it earlier, but last night's home plate ump, David Rackley, did not have a great game back there. There were some questionable strike calls on a few Yankees and it was frustrating to watch And it doesn't get any better tonight, folks, because C.B. Buckner will be behind the plate. (laughs) But hey, things could be worse. The Dodgers and Padres get to see Angel Hernandez behind the plate for their game, too. One more time before I go. Davey Garcia against Tyler Glass now, 8.10 p.m. in Petco Park on TBS. Game two of the American League Division Series. Tune in to tomorrow's show for a recap of Game 2. Hopefully it will be a positive one like today's. And for now, that's it for this episode of Locked On Yankees, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'd like to remind you that you can subscribe to this show in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Himalaya, Spotify, Stitcher, or anywhere else you get your podcasts. And when you get into your car, you can tell your smart device to play podcast Locked on Yankees. One more thing, if you could be so kind, please rate the podcast and spread the word about this podcast to your fellow Yankee fans. We would really appreciate it. Enjoy your Tuesday, and I will talk to you all tomorrow. Tomorrow.